When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. With every monthly bill, like rent and car payments, you know exactly what you're getting when you pay for it. But health insurance plans feel like the total opposite. They're confusing and expensive. Then when you actually have to use your benefits, there are deductibles, claims, processes, and other red tape to deal with. But CrowdHealth puts you back in control of your health care. CrowdHealth is simple, transparent, and affordable. As a member, you'll get a personal care advocate who is with you every step of the way to help navigate the complexities of health events. They'll even negotiate bills on your behalf and could save you thousands of dollars in the process. Plus, you'll get access to thousands of other members who are ready to help pay for large health expenses. Experience healthcare freedom with CrowdHealth. Visit joincrowdhealth.com and use code HEALTH to get your first three months for just $99 per month. That's joincrowdhealth.com, code HEALTH. CrowdHealth is not health insurance. It's a totally different way of paying for healthcare. Terms and conditions may apply. Yo, I'm Roll Runner TV. You just jumped out the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. I don't want it if it ain't dropped. Giant. Still a sell it to you wet if it ain't locked. Gotta keep the Narcan close, bitch, straight walk. All right, today we got Roll Runner TV in the building with us today. Gang. How you so, feeling today, gang? Feel good. Blessed to be here, gang. For sure. What you out here working on in Atlanta? She really just press run. I got the tape dropping um, Tuesday, next Tuesday, July 13th on my B-Day. So really just interviews, goddamn it, networking. And I love it. Hey, this is my third time back. So just really just linking up with motherfuckers for real. My boy just pulled his birthday, July 13th. Make sure y'all got down. Show my cancer brothers some love. On the guys. <laughs> so how does working out here compare to working back at home? Uh, shit, it's the same as far as like in the lab, in the studio. But as far as people, like the environment, everything just together type shit out here. Like, I always heard that until I got here. Like, I really see what that is. Like, the networking, everybody friendly as hell. Like, when you in the lab, people who ain't even got nothing to do with what you got going on, coming through, trying to hear, listen, Instagram, Pat, you feel me? Just linking up with everybody. So it's the same, but at the same time, I just feel the love, even from motherfuckers you don't even know type shit. So definitely the love here. I feel the love more a little bit. That's real. So for those who don't know, how would you describe life back at home in Cincinnati? Uh, really like any other neighborhood going through trials and tribulations for real. Uh, not neighborhood, any other city. I'm thinking about Evanston. But yeah, like any other city going through any trials and tribulations, treacherous for real. But it's a good side and a bad side too. Like the music industry, Cincinnati got a lot of, like right now, definitely a lot of talent. But even like back in the day, it was definitely... A lot of talent back there, Isley Brothers, a uh, few people. So I guess the music scene and that shit, all right, for real. For sure. And you came up on the east side, right? Yep, east side of Cincinnati, St. Legends. For sure. So how would you describe your childhood coming up? Typically like any other childhood growing up in a environment infested with drugs and, you know. But I, I had a good childhood, though. I played sports my whole life for real until my, J my junior year. I'm in my sophomore year of high school, but shit, 
jumped off the porch early. I was always selling weed. I was in the weed more goddamn growing up, for real, from the reg all the way to the Zah now. So, but I definitely was active, so yeah. But any, like anything, for real. Sports in school is definitely more important, but when you get that certain age, like high school, freshman year, that's probably when everything really changed with the money side, for real. That's real. When would you say you jumped off the porch? Literally. <laughs> jumped off the porch probably 15. As far as like when I say like me, like myself, like not worrying about no uncle or nobody throwing me no pack, no weed or nothing. So shit, I've been out here, but as far as like real life me, just me and my own boss, probably like 15. That's real. Yeah, for sure. But niggas wouldn't know you also went to college. Yeah, I went to college right after high school. I graduated uh, from Withrow 2015, went to UC right after, but that ain't last long on life. I was trying to, uh, I, had my, I was majoring in psychology, but I ain't really even want to go to college. I wanted to, cause you know, that's always the right thing to do. And my mom and my daddy type shit. So that's why I went, but I was probably in there for like a semester. And then after that, hung it up, got active. You feel me? Found rap, rap found me actually then. That's when this shit started for real. For sure. So not even that, you was always outside. My boy was always athletic. Yeah, and I was little. I was goddamn, I was always small. But I always played everything though, baseball, football. It was hard to catch me in football, for real. So that was the advantage of it, but I definitely was out here sports side too. For real, so you was running the streets and running on the field. Yeah, I said that in one of the songs, goddamn. But high school, like I'm saying, like I was still, my um, sophomore year, I was still trying to hoop and still trying to play football, but I ain't get cleared. Like I was still going to practice and conditioning but I end up not getting cleared. Like the um, medical trainer ain't cleared me mid-season. So I'm salty, like, damn, I've been coming to practice. But, you know, everything happened for a reason. I ain't played sports since. So. Yeah, how would you describe tearing your ACL, bro? The pain crazy, because even after surgery, I was still fucking my shit up, for real. Yeah. Like, I still be trying to hoop, twist sun, and then to get swole. So that's when I really stopped even Nothing. Like I wasn't doing nothing, brother. I wasn't doing no type of extracurricular activities at all, for real. Any sports, all that extra shit, I just chill out, cause my shit keep getting fucked up. So, but that shit hurt. So, sure. <laughs> hell yeah. What would you say is the biggest life lesson you learned growing up? Uh, biggest life lesson, not depending on nobody really, just being self-made, cause. I done been through some shit that ain't, I done been through some shit and uh, also witnessed some shit. Like my people's done been through shit. Even like little small situation jail. Like I got a lot of niggas that's been locked up who done called me, who got people who out here, people who got money, family, who could just answer, the, just gotta answer the phone, you feel me? So I just realized like motherfuckers ain't even gonna always be there. And I learned that young. You asked me what I learned growing up. I learned that young, young too. So just really depending on yourself. Like I said, 15, I was, that's when I really jumped out the street. I, I learned early, 13, I'm all expecting it to just come to you, expecting a motherfucker to give you game, and, which it was, but at the same time, some niggas are, are older people, throw you a pack so you can, they see you getting it off. You making them money, but some OGs are, feel me, throw you a pack just to, you know, just to, you know, just looking out for real, just trying to get you to see the ropes, learn the game and all that, so. I just learned depending on yourself young is definitely the way to go for real. For sure. When would you say you started making music? 
started making music. I, I probably, I, I was probably just fucking around. Like eighth grade probably is when I first literally started like just being with it, just going to the little studio, not even making the songs, but just fucking around. But when I, uh, probably like a year, year and a half ago, two years now, my boy Save was rapping. He probably just had got out from doing a little bit. He was already rapping, but when he got out, he fucking around going to the studio with him for real. Then he was just going crazy. I'm hopping on there. He telling me, turn up, I'm going crazy. And then I dropped my first single, Chicken Talk, probably, yeah, like a year and a half ago now. And it went, it went up. I think it's what, like 200,000 views right now. And it was my first single. So from there, I feel like the, the fans in the, in the community really pushed me to rap because I really still wasn't going to rap. I would have got to it when I got to it. But it's like, them motherfuckers based my whole life around rap. Everywhere I go, damn, that's, you feel me? Instagram, everything, rap. So I just took it serious from there. No, for real. Who would you list as some of your musical influences? Uh, Kodak, Kodak, Future. I fuck with Doug, but as far as like an influence, um, Kodak, Future, goddamn. Yeah, Kodak and Future for sure. Just as far as like them, they personality and who they is is deeper than just music for real. Just just them being they self for real. Just everything, the passion, the fashion, got down. Just a deeper meaning for real than just lyrics. So, when would yeah. you say you started taking it serious? Like you noticed a turning point in your career? Early. I learned it early. Cause like I said, I, I probably got signed probably like that third, fourth song. So I had to take it seriously early for real. I, um. All the songs, the first three, four songs I put up all went crazy. Like, all did more than 100,000 views within the first month I posted them. So, I seen the feedback from the fans. So, that's what's really, I'm like, okay, then I'm fucking around. Then, when Cheddar Jack had linked me up with Johnny Shipes, and then the deal shit came, started happening, that's when I'm like, oh, shit, this shit real. And this could change your life. Like, I ain't never want to really be no rapper. I ain't never <clears throat> planned on that. So... I seen the opportunity and just really took it. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Advantage of it. So about two and a half years, two years ago for real, I really started taking it serious. That's hard. How would you say you got your rap, man? Um, uh, just the game. TB, they all, TB already was my name. And then Roadrunner, shit, we was Roadrunner. That started way back. Like I said, Savy was rapping before me. We was already road runners back in the day, so that's how that began. And then I just really went with that. And I was questionable about um, 
having that my name because everybody road runner or something. It's just basic. So I was kind of questionable about that, but shit, it stuck. Just ran with it for real. For sure. What would you say was the first song that popped for you? Uh, I did Long Little Blender. I did Long Little Blender. It probably was like my second single that I did. It was. But Long Little Blender is like, like a kind of pain song for real. Like that was doing like 300K. Like it, it did like 300K within the first two months. But then right after that, I came with another trap song, 33. They got a million views right now, but when I did that and I dropped that, that, that probably did. That went crazy, sap. That went past that ASAP. So I'd say 33 probably was the song that really kicked the dough down for me. For real. For sure. And that's how yeah. it led to your deal. Still getting with. played on the radio in the club. Yeah. So hell yeah, 33 for sure that. For sure. Would you say those two songs led to your deal with Cinematic? Yeah, yeah, and then, shit, next song got to that, Five Zips. That came, and that smacked 200K within the first month. So, yeah, I just really kept coming with the bangers consistently, and I wasn't really worried about, like, no mixtape. I was dropping singles with videos. Every song had a video to it, and I kind of think that's what people want to see more of the videos. So, it was like you couldn't. Somebody was going, goddammit, pay attention to it, you feel me? So, hell yeah, it led to it. See that light? Oh, I got it. How would you describe your current thoughts on the rap game? My current thoughts on the rap game right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, rap cool, man. Everything cool, but as far as, like, the people in it, it's rap. So you got to fake it. Some people got to fake it, you feel me? If it's sale, it is what it is. But... Just feel like hella niggas weird for real. It's some love in it, but the fake definitely overcome the real in this shit for sure, for sure. Well, as far as I can, I can see. I just see how shit go. People show favoritism, you feel me? People pay attention to people followers. Like if you ain't got, if you still in a couple thousand followers, your shit could be real hot. Your shit could be fire, but if you ain't really know how to dress or you ain't got the type of attention the next motherfucker got, then it's just weird for real, like, so. But it's cool, some real niggas out here. Probably, I gotta probably be up there with goddamn little baby now, 42 Doug, see what they, what they environment feel like. Cause right now, this shit ain't, it ain't goddamn it. But it's cool though. What would you say is the biggest risk that you took that paid off? Uh, the biggest risk I took, probably just investing in myself for real. Even before I got signed, just keep going with that. And like right now, shit, um, I got janitorial, I got janitorial business. Shit, we got the merch going on, goddamn vending machines, ATMs, goddamn whatever you could think, shit, we on it. If it's a way to get money, we trying to dive in here first. So I definitely say the biggest risk was investing into myself, just get my own brand, start my own brand, and just basically just go on with that shit. So yeah. That's too hard. What would you say is the biggest sacrifice you had to make for you to be successful? Uh, just worrying about myself for real. Not competing with nobody or just competing or comparing myself really to nobody because it's easy to really get sucked in like that. That'll start envy. That'll start some envious shit. Motherfuckers be making like verses and competition posts and shit, which is cool. You feel me? If you get everybody 
tied to their own opinion, but at the same time, just really staying focused on myself, trying to be better than who the fuck I was last month, richer than I was last month. Just being, keeping my mind focused on myself, making better music for real, so yeah. Nah, for real. Just being me, shit. Why do you think people overlook the talent that used to come out of Cincinnati for so long? Or that's coming out of Cincinnati right now? I don't know, that's a good question, man, because Cincinnati, Cincinnati ain't where it should be, I should say. Because, boy, we got Atlanta talent, LA talent, you feel me? But at the same time, I ain't gonna say it's selfish, but, cause I don't judge them shit. Everybody kind of for themselves, but at the same time, it's just, I don't know, man. That's a good question. I've been wondering that myself. We just gotta push for real. Everybody come together, cause the talent there, the talent there. And Cincinnati getting a lot of labels, like record labels, people starting their own little record labels and shit. And I'm fucking with it, cause we ain't have a lot of that growing up, you know? We just had one nice little record label. I don't know if that was Kings, that's some old shit, but as far as like right now, it's a nice little labels who really putting money behind people and really showing love and having faith in them. You feel it, giving them that drive type shit. So hell yeah, Atlanta just, I meant Cincinnati, Atlanta. Cincinnati just really need to come together like Atlanta and these other big major cities and just push how they pushing. But we gonna get there though, I already see it. Everybody yeah. doing their things. Like I said again, especially with the talent. Too longer, they ain't gonna be able to do shit but recognize the talent coming out of Cincinnati for real. So, yeah, oh, for real. come together. Talk to us about your new single, Bond Money. Oh, Bond Money, shit, that's some shit we linked up. Me and my boy Savy linked up with D. Rogers. I just had met D. Rogers that day we made that song. Definitely A1. Cool energy, goddamn godly. So, yeah, we linked SAP. But, yeah, that's some shit we just made right then and there. And we made it within probably like 30 minutes for real. Just. All there was going there, go back to back to back to back for real. That's yeah, crazy. Shout out to D. Rogers, the game. That's hard. Talk to us about Chicken Talk Part Three. Yeah, Chicken Talk Part Three, just shit, a series of me talking my shit for real. Like Chicken Talk Part One started. Me and my nigga Bo, Long Live Bo, we was in the stool, and I just really just went crazy for like a minute, minute, twenty seconds. The first one was short as hell, so I probably just went crazy like a minute, twenty seconds, no hook, just going off. Then I end up just going, making some other shit, named it Chicken Talk Part Two, and then Part Three came along just being in the lab recently. And just goddamn, I was going crazy. I just figured to name that Part Three. All three of them, no hooks, just going in type shit, going off. So that's how them came about. That's hard. Why do they call you the Chicken Man? Chicken Man, I don't know. They, the, the guys named me that. <laughs> that's where Chicken Talk came from, though, because they yeah. called me Chicken Man. So. Just chicken talk, I'm talking my shit, so. That's, all. that's how that came, just a little chicken. <laughs> now we preparing for Dark Clouds, like you said, that's coming on the 13th. Mm -hmm. Dark Clouds, I'm dropping a video, the Dark Clouds intro. I'm dropping that on the 13th too, that's dropping with the tape. But yeah, shit, the tape, I just was really just, it's just the, the feeling making that. It's hella different, all them old songs for real. And I'm gonna have another tape dropping right after this, it's just, I ain't got no date yet, but. Really just, that was just the feeling, the mood being in the in lab, just the vibe really just going in, dark clouds vibe. That's how I just came up about that shit. Just For the sure. feeling being in the booth. What would you say is your personal favorite song from the project? Uh, damn, I don't know. I fuck with all of them. And they, like I said, they old songs. So after I hear a song, I don't know, I just kind of let that shit, I just, 
I'm on to the next one for real. And I don't like listening to myself. I hear I listen to a song <clears throat> when I first make it, but I don't like really listening to myself too much for real. After I thought make some shit, I'm on to the next song. But my personal favorite, I'd probably say, uh, Damn, I don't know. Probably Buddy Story. Buddy Story Part 2. Buddy Story Part 2 and uh and probably uh J Pay with my boy Juvie from Dayton. Both of them hard, so. But the whole tape hard to me is just old music. I'm on to the next for real. For sure. I know the listeners excited. It's your first release in like almost a year. Yeah, literally. I ain't dropped the tape since my birthday last year. I've been dropping singles, but just some shit. I was supposed to do a joint tape with my boy Savy and we did, but some little shit happened. So we just really spent so much time working on the joint tape. That's when I first, that was my first trip ever coming to London. I came and did that tape down here, but hella little shit had happened. So it was like the time we spent on that tape, it wasn't wasted, but at the same time, now we both focused on our solo tapes. So we just really had to get back into that type shit. So, but we still got all them songs stacked on the side, which was gonna come right after this. I'm gonna do the tape, then hopefully bruh drop all them songs on his shit. So that's gonna be quadruple the music just for the weight, you feel me? Nah, for it's real. It's a win-win, fuck it. Nah, that's hard though. What is your goals with your music career? Uh, shit, really just being, going as far as I can go for real, man. Goddamn it, plaques, putting my people on. I'm trying to, i fuck around, start a record label myself. I, I know a hell of a look kids, goddamn, and adults too. Hella talent in general in my city who need to be heard, you feel me? So, them there start a label up. Hopefully that takeoff go somewhere. But I got plans. I really just go with the flow with this shit for real, so. Yeah, as far yeah. as music, I'm trying to do a whole lot. How important is fatherhood to you? Shit, that's number one. That's number one more than shit, anything, your kids. God first, then your kids, well, family in general, but your kids, that ain't, you know, that's you. That's a reflection of you. Motherfuckers looking at your kids, they looking at you. For sure. Hell yeah. What else are you working on right now? Man, like I said, just business in general. I got the janitorial shit, so I really just be everywhere. But music first, though, that's the first thing motherfuckers worried about. But other than that, just being active. Family, goddamn the gang. We just all come together, really come up with plans as we go. Goddamn it, real estate, trying to get the credit back, A1. It's really just shit, just going. Everything. Sure. Millionaires, trying to have seven Millionaires. Yeah, yeah. Any last words and shout outs? Man, shout out to the guys, the whole gang, Love Is Us, Roadrunner, Blender Guys, Long Live Both Forever, you hear me? I'm gonna pee, mob, West up here with me. Shit, shout out to Dirty Glove Bastards. Appreciate y'all having me up here. Appreciate having you, TV gang. Hell yeah. I don't want it if it ain't dropped. Still a sell it to you wet if it ain't locked. Gotta keep the Narcan close, bitch, this straight walk. Drinking the cotton candy, Fago, but When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.